Hey, hey, hey. Hey, can you hear me fine? I can hear yeah, you. I can hear you, yes. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm just locked up in my room forever, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like I got the Anne Frank treatment, which actually, tell you the honest to God truth, isn't bad. Yeah, right. It's, I've done much worse things in my life. <laughs> exactly. It was like I saw a meme early on that was like, uh, your grandparents went to war for you. The least you can do is stay home for them. And you're like, yeah, that fucking. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is actually the least. And that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the absolute least. <laughs> right. I'm I'm gonna, gonna... Oh, no, go ahead. I was like, yeah, I'm going to sit around and just drink beer all day, cook two meals a day, and watch all the Harry Potter movies on repeat. Yeah, sure. Oh, my God. You're a hero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought a Chinese, like, Nintendo emulator. It's going to – It's I'm going to get it, like, in the next three days. It has 700 games on it. Yeah. That should great. take care of me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're good. I'm going to finally be, beat all the Mega Mans, even the ones I didn't own, you know? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that's the plan. I, I was talking to somebody. I was talking to one of my friends, and they're like, they're like freaking out. I was like, you know how much less stressful this is than my, my life used to be? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Like, uh, once the unemployment comes in, which I got my first letter, I don't know how much it's going to be. <sighs> this is the yeah. best. I got approved. I haven't gotten any money yet, but I got approved. So, yeah, I, I'll, I could do this forever. Oh, dude, if the government paid for me to do this forever, I would be Captain America. See, like, I have to fill this out and send it back. Yeah. But they didn't send me. You know how you get, like, two pieces of mail that allow you to do one piece of mail? Yeah. I'm waiting yeah. on the other piece of mail for my, my code. Yeah, it took me. It took me. I literally called. Well, I mean, because New York State is so is so fucked, you know? Yeah. Like, they were the first ones. So it's like, I was on the phone. I literally called, I think I kept track. I think I called 986 times before I got through. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a nightmare. It took like three weeks, almost, and two and a half weeks, and I got through. But I got through. So hopefully yeah. some money comes through at some point. Yeah, thank God. I think you will. Um, you're yeah. your mom's and you're in Arizona? Yeah, I'm in Arizona right now. Good. Uh, yeah, no, I. Uh, I was Can we get the road. street address just in case anybody hears this and gets lonely? Yeah, sure thing. It's uh, 89. No, 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 90. no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 89. It's one of my I, uh, favorite I, things to do on Instagram, by the way, is I like will put someone's <laughs> fake phone number underneath their, their thing. <laughs> and they always freak out. They're like, dude, what the fuck? Wait, whose phone number is this? You're gonna get someone really in trouble, <laughs> right? I, uh, I, I was just on the road when this hap started. Mm -hmm. That's what I heard. And, and yeah, I did one show in Cincinnati, and I was supposed to do the. It was a Thursday. I was supposed to do the weekend there, mm -hmm. and then I was gonna go to Chicago for a couple of off shows, and I was gonna just party on St. Patrick's Day. And then I was the next weekend. I was in, supposed to be in St. Louis at the Helium with Big J. Yeah. So I got Thursday in Cincinnati. It was dope. 
And then they canceled the weekend. So I was like, fuck, all right, well, I'll party here for a day or two. And then I went to Chicago because I have more friends in Chicago. Mm-hmm. All my shows in sh- Chicago canceled. And so I was just chilling. And then they canceled St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, what the fuck? And then they canceled St. Louis. And I was like, mm-hmm. I had the rental car already. I was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm going to Arizona. Yeah, no, you did the right thing. What are you going to do? Go into the mouth of the beast? You can't <laughs> yeah, go back right? to New York. There's no option there. <laughs> exactly, right? This is fucking... This shit is wild. How's it been in LA? It's... Uh, I live right by a route, so it looks busy over here. I'm like, all the time looking at my window, I'm like, it's busier than normal. What the fuck? And then I realize, yeah, right. no, it's because I'm at one of the only places that's open you're supposed to go to on a regular basis. Yeah, right. But outside of that, I'm seeing like drone shots of like, you know, our busy ass streets just empty. People started doing Instagram pictures of them going down Hollywood Boulevard and laying down on the street, you know, like a cat just sort of hanging yeah. out <laughs> right there in the middle of the lanes, taking pictures of it. It's uh, kind of insane. It's so fucking wild. Like, uh, yeah, my roommate's a, a bike delivery guy, you know. And uh, he, he on his Instagram the other day, he was going down fucking Broadway on Saturday in the middle of the road, no cars, nothing. That's so crazy. It's crazy that we're seeing those pictures, but we're also seeing these numbers. Yeah, right. Because at the point that this is being recorded, I don't know about what time this can be released. We're almost at 400,000. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. And I don't know anyone who uh, has died from it yet. I know a couple of people that are sick, but. Yeah, I'm, as of, I think, yeah, as of yesterday, I've known one person that got it, and it's, but it's better now. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Sorry about all the gigs, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's all right. Like I said, I'm straight chilling. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's it's like, that is the oddity is they're like, Hey guys, we're in trouble. So, uh, can you play video games and catch up on your masturbating and sleep in? You're like, I've been training for this my whole life. This is- <laughs> I'm a fucking expert on this shit. Uh, yeah, no, we I'm should not- make tutorial videos on how to waste a whole day. Hey, we know yeah. you got too much time. You don't know what to do with it. So I'm going to show you both sides of the couch you can sit on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you're, if your ass goes numb, sit this way. <laughs> it's so yeah, funny because like so many of my friends like uh in new york are just freaking out and other people are freaking out i was like i've never been more chill i'm i'm eating regularly i'm sleeping like a solid eight hours a night i wake up early my shits are are, are solid for the first time since yeah. high school you know <laughs> that's disgusting i can breathe they've been my only pure liquid yeah they've been i haven't done drugs in three weeks i feel fine dude people are gonna sober up i think for sure like i haven't i drink five cups of coffee a day i've had zero since this started it's crazy yeah because you're like why do i need to be awake if i get tired i'll just take a nap take a fucking nap yeah i'm not waking up at 5 30 in the morning anymore so like who gives a shit about that part i don't need to like get alert for work so yeah no that side's nice uh, it's funny, and all like I've just been like joke, joke. I've been making jokes on like the group chats or on, of course, Instagram comments and stuff. And it's like the, the that's filling the void of missing comedy. I'm like, oh man, I just <laughs> someone someone yesterday or today gave me 
uh, they asked like a question. Is some mm-hmm. New York comic asked a question and I answered it. He was like, what do you miss about the 90s? And my mm. response, and she, and she just wrote, this is the best response out of all of them. And I'm like, that's all I need. Yeah, that's the that's validation you're I looking need. for. That's, that was the void. I made a joke. Someone laughed. It was great. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. Like, I mean, that's what we're on stage for is the validation. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I didn't think I'd ever be able to have a solid shit or be able to breathe through my nose again. <laughs> I'm doing both. <laughs> That's scary. Good for you. <laughs> Look, I've, I can smell and taste food again. It's insane. Oh, dude, you're going to love food even more now that you can taste it all the way. <laughs> it's so it's so wild. Like I, uh, like I said, I'm not, I don't have anything to spend my money on. It's great. I know. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, I'm actually saving more money by just sitting here and doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, like I said, my mom's got all the snacks. She keeps buying me beer and tequila. I'm fine. Dude, that's great. That, that those neither of those are snacks, though. I need you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> those are not what snacks are. I guess, I mean, I guess you got a point. <laughs> got a point. I've been working out like a, a lot. Dude, yeah, I've been going on YouTube. Every morning and before I go to bed, doing like like the twenty minute like workout no weight things. Yeah. So I'm gonna get my prison bod back. I mean, I'm still fat as fuck, but dude, but you'll be less fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like. I'm curious to see if at the end of this I weigh like I'm fatter than I was when I started. Then I don't know what I'm doing workout wise. I'm doing it wrong. Nutritionally, <laughs> I, mean- I don't know anything. You got more muscle. Muscle weighs more than fat. You know, you're ripped now. <laughs> you know what I never wanted to be? A fucking little buff dude. I never wanted to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, they're the little buff dudes are the fucking worst. Exactly. I don't want to be one. I just want to not be fat. I don't want to be the fat George dude either. Yeah. No, I understand. I, don't, I also I don't want to be the buff giant dude. Yeah, because that's just respectable. You don't want to be Braun Strowman. No, you know it's so funny. I was in uh, I was in Philadelphia, and I was getting on the mega bus to go back to New York, and uh-huh. so I had my hair. Wait, how much tied did that back. cost? Seventeen dollars, I think. That's I was waiting to be like three fifty. They gave me change. No, I've, I've never gotten it. The cheapest I ever got it to Philly was nine bucks, but still nine dollars. Dude, I went to Los Angeles to Phoenix to see the Royal Rumble for thirteen dollars. That's awesome. It was incredible. It. Yeah, I was texting my friends. I was like, can you believe it? And they're all like, let us know if you get there alive. We don't think this is safe. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that's what I love. I'll do shows in like anywhere, like Philly or DC or Richmond or in Connecticut, like anywhere that close to New York. Cause it's like the bus tickets are so cheap. Oh yeah. And I'm the fucking, I'm like, I'm scary enough on the bus, you know, like. Yeah, I'll confirm that. Yeah, yeah, I you're a big like guy, got there. a big beard. I look like I belong on the fucking bus, you know. Yeah, it's true. I'm the prison bitch of the bus for sure. <laughs> Give me some the, Cheetos. What's well, so, yeah, exactly? It's a guy that's too big that sees me and he's like, "Okay, he'll take. I'll take the rest of his chair that he's not using." You're like, "No, I want all of my chair, please, sir. I don't want you to lean on me when you fall asleep." I go, I've been going to Atlantic City a lot. And that <laughs> that bu- sounds bad. That bus ride? Oh, Atlantic City's great. I love it. 
it's not like Vegas. It's like Laughlin. It's more like one of those places. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Laughlin. So go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's more like Laughlin. But I, uh, the that bus ride is seventeen dollars, and they give you a twenty dollar voucher for the casino. So basically, they're paying you three dollars. They're paying you three dollars <laughs> to go to the casino. And, and do like, they have we'll comedy shows there. down there? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's like three or four clubs down there. Dude, I would fucking be there every other week. They pay me three dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. I pay five dollars to Uber for my apartment to work. <laughs> well, only five bucks. Damn. Uh, I live like a mile and a half away. <laughs> I like I can walk it some days, but I always Uber to work to get to work on time. But I'll walk home because I live right in between the halfway point from my job to my apartment is the Funko Pop store that's only like a month old. <laughs> so since that opened, I've been going there like fucking two, three times a week. They know me and I don't like it. They're that's like, hey, hilarious. we got more Mandalorians in. You're like, shut up. I don't like that you know that I don't like that. <laughs> Where are you working at? I work at a company called Coyote. What the fuck is that? We rent uh, production gear to stuff. So if you oh, need a okay. sound stage or like a mo- motorhome, or like grip and lighting equipment, we got you. Oh, okay, cool. And we do big bundle deals. So it's cheapest to get us in a bundle. That's why people like us. Nice. Yeah, the cool thing about that job is that every day on the sound stages, there's multiple photo shoots. It's not soundproof, so it has to be photo shoots. So every day, some magazine cover is being shot there. So it's the kind of people that are on the covers of magazines you see a lot. You're like, oh, oh Gal okay. Gadot's on stage one and Ariana Grande's on stage three. It's like that kind yeah. of thing. Like, it's a bunch of people that look like me, is what you're saying, all the time. Uh, as far as the people setting up the grip, yeah, 100% <laughs> they look like you. <laughs> uh, oh, there was I a day that I was working, I'll tell you about this because you'll love this, and they, uh, they were doing promo for, sometimes when a, a big movie comes out, they rent the whole building, and they just invite all the magazines to come down and talk to the stars that day. They were doing the new Blade Runner movie. Okay. And so I knew Ryan Gosling was going to be there and Ridley Scott. And I was like, Ridley Scott, this is fucking crazy. And they reproduced some of the stages and they had me come in and like plug in some of the electricity. And so I was there doing that. And like someone caught a whiff of my arm, you know, with my Han Solo, like full arm tattoo. Yeah. And then like somebody talked to a producer and a producer came up to me and he was like, hey, you're not going to freak out if Harrison Ford's here today, are you? And I was like, <laughs> Harrison Ford's coming? You know, like, and they're just like... <laughs> they're like ah shit okay um no (laughs) exactly but he he and i were on the same stage for maybe about two minutes and through about six trips in and out you know like it would be like 15 seconds where we're like we'd look at each other real fast and keep going but he definitely was like i don't know if he was warned but he definitely spotted the tattoo that's so funny and so in the lobby he like looked at it for a second and then like looked me in the eyes and was just like like Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but I, I didn't say it. anything when he did that because you're like, no, I know he doesn't like Star Wars. Yeah, it's so funny. I love that. Like, I, I have a, you know, when you live in places like New York or LA, you run into famous people. That's just part of the deal. Yeah. And well, when you I, work I in love... a place where famous people do promo, you're going to yeah, see yeah. them all the time. Yeah, for sure. And like, I, I remember I have so, so many times you run into the famous person and I know the look. And I've got mm-hmm. it when you, 
Because you look at them, they look at you, you obviously know who they are. They see you recognizing uh-huh. who they are. And then they make a face that I can only be described like as, please don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Please no, it's just very sympathetic. Like, not right we now. Know, we, you know that I know that I know that you know. <laughs> Please don't talk to me. But because you're but, such a giant bearded man, I imagine that happens even if it's like a metal scene. You know, it's like it's like oh, always. If Ozzy Osbourne uh, walked in the room and saw you, he'd be like, "Fuck's sake!" I uh, I was um, I was walking down the street and I was on my way to my bar job, mm-hmm. and I, I got off the train and I was walking and I was like. I was going to go to this one place to get lunch. And then I was like, in the middle of it, you know, when you're like walking down the street and I'm like, I just, in my mind, I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to go to this other place. So I just went walking down the sidewalk and I instantly just turn across the middle of the street and go to this other place. Right. And it's just mm-hmm. like a deli. It's just like a little deli. Sure. Nothing, nothing special. A neighborhood place. And I walk and I like, so I cross the middle of the street and I'm walking with intention because I'm probably late for work. And Sitting out in front is uh, Paul Giamatti, and he's there with his son. Oh, fuck yeah. And they're, like, sitting at the place that I'm going to. Mm-hmm. And and I, 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 he just looks at me, and he looks terrified. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I was like, I, I, I mean, I love Paul Giamatti. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, like, I'm also not going to say anything. I'm also running late. But then I realized, as I was leaving, I was like, oh, yeah, I did. I was walking very intently straight down the street. Stopped on a dive, turned, ran across the street, forced him basically. <laughs> and I was like, "No, nah, I just like their sandwiches better." Okay, me and Paul Giamatti have the same taste in sandwiches. Yeah, well, sometimes it's just a supreme sandwich. That place probably yeah. gets that a lot. You know, that's they just good, kick ass. A, a better fucking deli sandwich. Sometimes, yeah, of course. What you need. That's one thing I love about wrestling is that everybody's got a hand sign that you can do. Yeah. So once I was getting coffee and John Cena was right in front of me in line. And so he orders his coffee black and he gets two shots in and then he goes. And then I was like, whatever that last guy have, I'm going to make that my order for the rest of my life. Right. And like he looked over like, oh, fuck, it's a wrestling fan. <laughs> and I did his hand <laughs> sign to him. Yeah. Like, you can't see me. And yeah. then I was, and then all he did was like put his hand up and that was it. We just were able to have that one second moment. No contact, no real interaction. <laughs> and I was like, that's what oh. I needed. Just needed a tiny bit of Cena. That's great, yeah. yeah. He recognized you. You, I mean, you recognized him, and he recognized that you recognized him, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. We did the thing. I was able to make a joke so we could snicker. That's it. That's I all I want. When, I love when famous people are are really aware of who they are and they're they're not weird about it like they've accepted mm-hmm. it almost like uh brian cranston came oh, into yeah. the bar and it was oh, like one great. of his friend's birthdays or something and he was there and uh you know it's the shuffleboard bar that i work at right mm-hmm. so they're playing shuffleboard and the the, the stick is called a, a tang and the little disc is called a biscuit yeah and I'm like all, and I'm like, I'm pretending that I don't see that Brian Cranston is right there, you know? Because I'm always too, I'm too cool for school, always, right? Yeah, I'll always, I'll always play dumb. And so I was like pretending that he wasn't there, and uh, and the 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 kid, the guy uh, explaining the game to them, like this is the tang and this is a biscuit, 
Brian yeah. Cranston grabbed this kid, the kid from Phoenix, Arizona, actually. It was so funny. He grabbed him by the shoulders, turned him around, slapped him on the ass, and go, <laughs> he goes, now that's a biscuit. And the whole place erupted with laughter, and everyone was laughing. Uh, it was hilarious. That's awesome. That's super funny. Uh, a weird job I had before this, just to throw on that, I'll give you a Jesse Pinkman story real fast, <laughs> is uh, I worked at a cemetery, and we would do events. We'd show movies. We'd show 25 movies in the cemetery a year. we sell 4,000 okay. seats because there's a huge lawn with no one's buried there, so everyone piles in and watches it. So it's a cool fucking job to have, and it's super L.A. So Aaron Paul created a TV show after Breaking Bad called... I was going to say it's called The Gift, but it's not. The but path. it's about a cult. The Path. So the path. it was The Path's uh, premiere. He liked the cemetery, so he went to the cemetery and had everyone over. And they had all these blankets and towels and everywhere, and we had a general missionary in a VIP area. I didn't watch Breaking Bad, so I don't recognize it. Yeah. But he sits in the general admission area with all of his friends, because they didn't think that there was. They thought it was all kind of VIP, so they just sat in the general admission. And so he went to the VIP area and just started grabbing all these blankets and pillows that we had out for them, like to take back to general admission. Yeah. And like, so I shouted out, I was like, Hey, sir. And I was about to be like, you can't do that. And then someone like whispered in my ear, like, that's Aaron Paul. And I was like, if you need any more, just let me know. We got a bunch in the back. We can get people to deliver them to you. But it was like, just <laughs> half second. I was about to like scold the man who paid for the entire event. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, thank you. Actually. Could, could we? And I was like, yeah, let's bring some out. Uh, get a head count if we need more. And like, I just gave him a shitload of pillows and blankets. That's hilarious. Yeah. But he seems super cool. And everyone that approached him, he took pictures with and goofed around yeah. with. He's that new, that new celebrity, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, it's also, it's cool when you're cool for the right reason and for the right thing. Yeah, right. If you're coming off Breaking Bad, yeah, be famous for that the rest of your life and love it. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah, you're not the pants on the ground guy. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Although something tells me he's very proud of himself for doing that. (laughs) I think so. Probably. (laughs) What 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 are you watching right now? Since that's our thing. I know. It's the problem. It's like I feel like I, I watch Tiger King in a day. Yeah, oh, I watch it a day too. In El Paso with Ian Philbaum. Oh, fuck yeah. I love that. Is he living in El Paso now? So he kind of works in between Saint Lu- or um, San Diego and El Paso because they're both okay. on the border. He does that mm-hmm. border work. Yeah. But this all happened when he was in El Paso. So he's like, fuck it. I guess I'm just staying here. And it, I was driving from the East Coast to Arizona. So. Oh, that's great. By. Gave him coronavirus, you know. <laughs> Dude, I am so amazed that when that came out, I didn't see 50 pictures of my friends throughout the years going to that zoo. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, he ran a crazy tiger zoo off the side of the interstate in Oklahoma. It sounds like everybody I know that was ever in a band should have a picture with him. Well, it's funny because, like, after watching that, even the drive from El Paso to my mom's house, which mm-hmm. is eight hours, you know, even that drive, I saw like, there's like three zoos, like wildlife preserves in, <laughs> in like New Mexico and Arizona and Texas. That Dude, I saw. It didn't I'm occur like, to me that those are privately owned. I thought you had to have some kind of grant. So, some like license. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. no. <laughs> You're not just some fucking redneck that, that got $5,000 when his grandma died 
and bought a fucking monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And your buddy is like the meat guy at Walgreens, so you can get whatever you fucking need. I fucking, man, I thoroughly enjoyed that show. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, if you love that show, have you seen the movie Finders Keepers? No. Should I watch it? Here's the premise. Yeah, it's totally true. It's a documentary. It's an hour and a half about a guy who buys a storage shed. And in that storage shed, he there's a barbecue, and he opens up the barbecue, and there's a, a foot. <laughs> I'm in. And I'm then, already in. Yeah. And then there's a guy who's missing a foot. It was like, hey, that's my storage shed. Can I get my foot back? And the guy was like, fuck you. I bought it. <laughs> and so it's their legal battle for who gets to keep the foot. <laughs> who gets to keep the fucking foot? <laughs> and then... The the next part, this is all the first 10 minutes, so it doesn't ruin it. Because that made the news. That guy's like, Yeah, if you want to see the foot, it's five dollars. Here's my address. And people show up to fucking see the foot. Now he's making money on the foot. <laughs> oh God. God bless it. So it's called Finders Keepers. I would recommend that during your quarantine. Oh man. It, it matches up of- perfectly with cheap beer and fucking Tiger King. Do you remember? Do you remember Terry Trash in Tucson? Yes, we all remember Terry Trash. <laughs> well, Terry Trash, for those of people that don't know, is a Tucson legend. He's an old school punk rocker. He's in bands. Friends like, with Gigi Allen. Yeah, like way back in the day. Uh, he got all wasted one night and stumbled <laughs> out on the train track and got hit by two trains. <laughs> two. Lived, but lost yeah. his arm and his leg. But, yeah. So now he he rolls around Tucson on a three wheel on a tricycle, and he's got a fake leg and a prosthetic arm with a hook on it, and it's like leopard prints. He's still rock as fuck. He got face tattoos before fucking SoundCloud. Yeah, he had the face you know? tattoos, and he was like one of those skinny, like like just gutter punk, or like he had like the tattoos on his stomach and stuff. And yeah, he, I mean, he did he did heroin for like over twenty years. Yeah, before like, before the train and after. I'm sure the train didn't stop him. But my favorite thing about Terry fucking trash, or his bands are great too. Uh the Texas trash and the train wrecks is the yeah. name of his band. They're great. It's fucking and hilarious. the train wrecks. Do they play uh, his old music? Do they still play like rodeo and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that was always the funny thing to me. He had that weird little rodeo dance he would do when he sang that song. <laughs> yeah, he still tries to do it. He gets all wasted and his leg gives out. <laughs> and he falls over and shit. It's fucking hilarious. That um, sounds great. He uh he fucking um he uh he would get all wasted and he would like he he'd leave his arm at the bar and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he'd call up Shays and be like, "Hey, this is tearing trash." Hey, did you guys see my arm? Did I leave my arm there? <laughs> he left his arm at a house party one time. Man, this shit's hilarious. You know, you don't have to introduce yourself at that point. You're like, it, if it's just like, I think I left my arm there. The guy, yes, yes, you did. There is an like, arm Terry, there. Yeah, it's behind the bar. You're coming and and it. it's not like everyone else is walking around with a fucking hook on it. It's like when you clean up the bar and you turn the corner and there's a hook arm on the floor. You're like, God damn it, Terry. <laughs> He was always such a good sport. One of my favorite pictures I have on somewhere deep on social media is like, it's with, I took it, it was like ski bar, but we put his stump up to ski bar's head and then put the fake arm on the other side. Yeah. So it looked like his <laughs> arm was going to 
That's great. Fucking do big something shout awesome. Out to, big shout out to Terry Trash, Texas Trash and the Train Wreck. Check them out on Spotify. Oh, they're on Spotify? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. It's on all that shit. Yeah, I'm sure they're on YouTube at least. We could watch his little dance. Yeah, for sure. You should put a link uh, to, to that <laughs> dance in the, in the comment description. I don't know how I don't know how technology works. It's all right. I'll find it and I'll make it a gif or something. I'll put it somewhere. <laughs> and Terry will just be tickled that people remember and posting about him. Right. You know it's so fucking crazy. So I go to meet a friend. I'm I'm in Manhattan. I'm in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I go to meet my friend Ren Potts. She's like, come hit, come. I'm at this the international bar. So I go to this bar called the International Bar. It's in Manhattan. It's one of the only bars in Manhattan left that I can even tolerate. Yeah. Uh, I walk in. I'm sitting there chilling. They got a beer and a shot for like five bucks. It's not that bad. And we're sitting there. We're day drinking on the patio. And she's there with a couple of her friends. Start talking to this one guy. And we're talking and we're talking. And he goes, oh, you're from Tucson? He goes, I'm from Tucson. I was like, oh, cool. He goes, you probably know my dad. I was like, who's your dad? Like, Terry Trash. I was like, I sure do. (laughs) I met his fucking kid. Well, his son is like, his son's like 40 fucking years old. But I just met him (laughs) randomly at a bar in New York City, you know? I like that it introduces his dad as Terry Trash. Yeah, exactly. As if his name's like like Jerry Trash or something. (laughs) <laughs> I, I should have said I, I can't remember his first name but I should have been like oh so you're Jerry Trash <laughs> oh yes I am thank you and this little dance yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I like that Terry Trash is a kid who's all proud of him I'm gonna be honest if my dad was Terry Trash nobody would ever know they would assume <laughs> my dad is dead I gotta admit uh, Terry Trash's son looks like he would be Terry Trash's son of course he does. He yeah. was probably given beer instead of milk as a baby. Yeah. I mean, I was too, but I'm big and strong. I'm good. I got a good heart. <laughs> yeah, terrible bowels. My God. You're not anymore. They're back to normal. Three weeks of quarantine, taking solid, healthy shits. It's insane. I'm going to wait in five years and people are totally like back to their regular shit. And then people like you are going to be oh like, my God. Yeah, and then you're going to be like, oh, man, I'm shitting all liquid again. I'm going to need another three weeks of quarantine to get me back to normal. <laughs> and, well, I've, I've realized that I'm healthy enough that it, like, literally, like, a, a two weeks, I, t- I was like, I'm good. <laughs> That's all I needed. Well, and you never you gave yourself the break. You know, what's funny is I have drugs right now because I thought I was going on tour and it was going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I brought some weed and some mushrooms, a little bit of fucking horseradish. It was sure. great. I haven't Horse even done radish. it. Yeah, I mean, cocaine. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I was like, <laughs> like Arby's? <laughs> Some horsey <laughs> sauce? No, I thought, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be gone for two weeks doing shows, telling jokes to knuckleheads. I might mm-hmm. as well have some fun. And uh, I brought it with me, but then the world fucking exploded. I still have it all. Oh, you're not doing it with your mom? You cheap prick. Yeah. She's buying you snacks and beers. The least you can I do know, is right? offer up some weed. Oh, I, I gave my mom some weed. Don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. She got like, me one time, though, after a Pang show. Uh, so, you know, I, you know the Pangs, right? Obviously. Of course, yeah. 
So after a paying show, I'm there like literally like I I have like makeup on and I'm wearing nothing but like a pair of tiny pair of women's underpants, sweating and covered other people's saliva. And my mom comes up to me and she goes, "Hey, son, son, you got a bump for me?" Oh my god! I was like, "What? What did you say, woman?" What the? F- and, I, and then all of a sudden I realized I looked around and my my sister was there. She was laughing and everyone was laughing at me. She was just fucking with me. There we have it. That's our Jericho Davidson episode. Jericho is, I love him like a brother. I met him when I was like 12. We used to live together. A lot of history. He was in a band called Fromage when I first met him. And then I'm trying to remember what the next band he was in. I've seen him play in like 10 bands now. Chongo Malo was the big one where they released albums and toured nationally. And now he's in a band called The Pretty Bitching. So I wanted to throw that out there. Plug The Pretty Bitching. With Jericho Davidson on drums. Also look for his stand-up everywhere. Follow him at Jericho Davidson and everything. I couldn't love him more. And I want to have him on more. And now that we're doing Zooms, this is the first Zoom podcast I've released. I want to call more of my Tucson friends. And I want to call just more of the friends I've had throughout life and catch up with them. So this should be exciting. You know, like it's no longer about who can come over. It's about who has a free half hour. So thank you again. If you guys do like this, please always, you know, rate. Review, subscribe. I love every single review I've ever gotten on this podcast. They're all awesome. So please keep it up. And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for putting up with me. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. Find a place in this world or never belong. I've got to be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but what I am? I'll go it alone. That's how it must be. I can't be right for anyone else if I'm not right for me. I've got to be free. I gotta be free Derek, I try to do